G'day and welcome back to the My Peak Podcast, home of holistic development. You are joining us on the eve of the third test, Australia v India. India with a 2-0 series lead. Brown Dog. Cameron. You're pumped. Yeah, I'm very excited to uh, get the test matches back on telly. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. That's um, what happens when you get beat in three days. That's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Look, it's been... Uh, a series we've lost in a couple of sessions, unfortunately. But um, look, I, I think they've gone away, and obviously they'll speak about the things they need to learn from. They're a high-level team, and they've got the right people in the uh, in the coaching panel to be able to deal with what's been going on. And and hopefully the players are just working on those things that have let us down in the last couple of games, almost in just one or two sessions. Absolutely. So today we're gonna unpack where we think Australia have let themselves down and we're also going to preview the third test. We'll predict a likely 11 and uh, run through, again, like we have for the first test, we'll run through some things that we think Australia can do better in order to give ourselves at least the opportunity to beat India in their home conditions. Well, let's um, let's start with the first two tests well let's let's start with where we lost it in the first in the um in the second test the the uh classic sweep shot let us down a little bit in the second innings and what do you think they were thinking there jugs they've obviously come in with some sort of plan and and just failed to adapt yeah it's it was definitely premeditated wasn't it i didn't get to see it live i actually haven't watched much of this series at all i thought it was on at the perfect time it turns out when you're a cricket coach, you coach all afternoon, you don't get to watch any test cricket that starts at 3 o'clock. But having watched the wickets back, it's very obvious that uh, Australian batting team, batting unit, went out there with the predetermined plan of sweeping. And when it wasn't working, they just obviously said to themselves, we have to trust this plan. And that's what ultimately let them down, being bowled out for 113 or whatever they got bowled out in that second innings after... Even though it was only a one-run lead, taking a lead in the first innings, um, yeah, obviously extremely disappointing. What was Paddy doing? <laughs> like we love Paddy. Paddy, you're an absolute legend, brother. But what were you doing? <laughs> it just looked bad. It looked funny. My my jaw just dropped, and I was like, "Oh, Paddy, that's not going to look good on replay, brother." It didn't just look bad. It was bad, and that was probably the uh, epitome of the tactics coming to coming to light because his shot from ball one to be able to go out there and do that anyway he's not one of the batters he's not expected to score the runs however when India's number eight is averaging 70 in the series you also would like to see some application from the skipper yeah well he batted really well in the first innings which is yeah he did actually and weren't the commentators all around it too oh you know he's had a lean 12 months with the bat he's finally you know he's come back he was averaging 25 or 26 you know before the last 12 months where he's only averaging 15 and it was good to see him actually get a few runs again because you know there was that time where Paddy would come out and you'd be like beautiful he'll be good for another 30. Well he was considered or we certainly considered him as a batting all-rounder at the start of his career Mm. and having played with him and seen him score plenty of runs in grade and shield cricket we I reckon a lot of people would have thought obviously he's a bowler but he's going to be your number eight pick he's going to be a lock in the future and develop more into a bowling all-rounder but just hasn't eventuated the last part of his career has it and you probably cut him some slack now captain 
opening bowler. Um, you can't do everything. How do you think he's finding the captaincy and balancing his role in the team as a bowler and obviously a lower order batter? Well, personally, I think it's doing a terrific job. If you ask the Australian public, they're all off him. Get up, like, so I'm so off people that are off Paddy. Everyone wants to jump down and it's, you build every like it's the typical Australian way. You build someone up so they get to the top so you can knock them down when one little thing goes wrong. Like we said earlier, Australia haven't won a Test series for 17 years. India haven't beaten been beaten in India for like 26 matches or something crazy like that. This Indian team beat Australia in Australia two years ago and now everyone wants to knock us down when we're going over there in their conditions against probably their best bowling attack I've seen from India, those three spinners and definitely the deepest batting order and everyone wants to knock him down because we can't get a win over there. Yeah, not to mention as good as our team is, like... Half of our team haven't played in India before. Yeah, and we haven't had our best 11 on the park yet. No, we haven't. And look, I'm, I'm of the same opinion as you. I get a little bit frustrated, a little bit disappointed in the um, Australian supporters. You read some comments on Facebook and everyone's very... You know, everyone turns into a uh, cricket expert when um, we're not going very well, which is disappointing. And everyone has all these opinions and, you know, <laughs> well, they're not in the job for a reason. There's other people way more experienced and understand what australia needs other than you know, these bloody keyboard bashes so you at, are at right. the end of the day straight like it's a good thing that we've set the bar that high and the australian team has been flying over the last 12 months which has set ourselves a very high bar going over to india and nothing it's, wrong with a bit of support though yeah yeah and like you like you said at the start it's just been two basically sessions in these first two test matches that have cost us both games mm. But on the flip side, we've gone a long way to winning winning these games. Like we've put ourselves in both test matches into winning um, in a winning opportunity. However, when the crunch comes down, our our plans or our reliability and dependability on the plan that they or we went out to play with just hasn't been executed well enough and then hasn't been adapted we haven't adapted to the plan we originally had in order to overcome the conditions that we're in in India. And ultimately, the Indians have just been too good. Yeah, and if you look at the positives, there was a clear plan that, that we were going to go out and sweep in that second innings. The positive is they trusted that. Even when it was going like bad, they still yeah. trusted the plan they put in place. And you, know, you can take a lot of negatives saying, you know, we didn't adapt, it might not have been the right plan. But at least the coaching staff... Well, the players have this trust in the coaching staff. The players got have got trust in their own ability to execute. Although it didn't work on those occasions, you know, you're not going to execute every time. But if you're trusting what you're doing and not second-guessing, more often than not, you're probably going to be successful. So there is some positives to take out of what happened, particularly in that, in that second innings there. I think ultimately what's letting us down is just our defence. We're not trusting our defence, rightfully so. We haven't played there for six years. We haven't played in similar conditions for God knows how long. And our current Australian setup is completely different to what the conditions are over there. Since we've been over there, T20 cricket hasn't been as big in Australia. It's obviously the IPL has been buzzing over there, but the Australian T20 uh, setup has changed dramatically. And now our players are going to have 
less opportunity to play in these conditions. Therefore, when we do go over there, we don't have the, well, I was going to say runs on the board. That's a bit of, that's a, bit of a pun. We don't have our um, reps under our belt in order to trust our defense for long enough periods of time. And hence why we go to these strategies where we're sweeping and we're hitting a cross line. But it's a fine line because you watch these Indians, they trust their defense so much. It gives them the confidence to be able to hit down the ground, use their feet. Mm. And ultimately, like we said earlier, they still score at a good clip, but they're defending more balls. So it's a bit of, they're doing the best of both where we're kind of stuck in between and we're like, do we do this? Do we do that? All right, let's just sweep. Where you watch these Indians, when they are defending, they don't look like getting out. And then that gives them the confidence to leave their crease and hit straight. Like you watch Rohit Sharma's innings throughout this test series and it's just different gravy. So I think it's a fine line. Like I keep saying, we want Australia to be trying to score at like that magic number of 60. However, I think we have to trust our defense as well in order to give ourselves a platform to score from. But easier said than done, like I said, we haven't had the reps under our belt the opportunity to play in these conditions for a long time where we can execute and trust our defense for long enough periods of time all right the other thing we should talk about cam is how how's the team environment at the moment obviously patty's gone back he's at home um so without our captain davy's gone back home he's a big personality he's no longer there we've had ash and agar fly back Uh, hazelwood's gone back so there's been a little bit of disruption in camp is this going to sort of encourage performance or hinder performance? What's your thoughts? I think encourage. What do you think? Oh, look, disruption is never ideal. People going home and, you know, we're now 2-0, you know, I think there. Yeah, there'd be a bit of uncertainty for sure. And, you know, I think there's some big personalities that have left the tour. You think about Hazelwood, Cummins and, and Warner probably, you know, they've been three locks for the last five, six years their massive personalities in our team, how would the dynamic be? I don't know. I'm not I'm not convinced it would be a um yeah, I'm not convinced it's gonna um, flourish any sort of, you know, good performance. I think if anything, it probably hinders us a little bit. Well the way I see it, we're a better team without Warner in India. That's correct, yeah, absolutely better team without Warner. And then <laughs> like we said earlier, as much as we love Paddy, I would much rather Stark be playing our team than Paddy. And I know Stark wasn't fit for the last test, and he's barely fit for this test, but he said he's going to take it on. I'd much rather Stark than Paddy in the team. Yeah, that's just stability, though. I'd rather them both in the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we probably, now that Kuderman didn't really set the world on fire, and we probably and Green's back as well, we could probably play both. Yeah, I think we would have played both. But, um, yeah, so I'm Paddy's gonna... a big loss. He is a big loss. We're definitely... A better team with Paddy, but perhaps it's a bit of extra motivation for the guys to. Everyone would probably well aware a bit of pressure that Paddy's on from the Australian public to stand up and do it for Paddy while he's back at home dealing with some personal stuff in his life and things that are bigger than a game of cricket at the end of the day. But yeah, we're definitely a better team with Paddy and better environment with Paddy. But sometimes it can be the thing that gets you up for a game and. I mean, if that's if they're not up for these games, and nothing will be, but sometimes that can give you just a bit of extra motivation. Yeah, I'm probably look. I'm a little bit nervous with the 
um, the dynamic now that Paddy's probably left and, you know, we're sort of 2 nil down and I think there'd be some some battered minds and I'm not sure how we'll go. Um, but, I mean, the, the positive we can probably take here is, you know, th- there's not too much more for us to lose. I think, you know, there'll be a little bit of freedom with our players now. Um, well, there's nothing to lose. We've already lost the series. Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't lost the series. We could draw the series. They've retained the border. Yeah. Gavaskar Trophy, which is great, but I think there will be an element of freedom, which probably plays into our hands. Um, look, Travis Head's obviously going to open the batting, and I think that's a massive plus for us. Um, if we can win the toss and bat again, although Steve Smith flicking yeah. the coin now. Yeah. Uh, uh, can Paddy come coin. back, flick the coin and get back? <laughs> He's phenomenal. If we can bat first and Travis Head can get the best of the conditions, and if he can do what he's done you know, in Australia over the last 24 months and, and potentially take the game away from India a little bit in that first session and Kawaja can just go about his business. You know, if, if after the first session heads, you know, 50 plus, you know, it could be a, it could be a bit of a game changer because, you know, Warner unfortunately hasn't been able to do that. He's done that for so many years and he's been a phenomenal player, but no doubt the last, you know, 24 months has been lean for him. If we can sort of really get off to a clip and Kawaja can just do what he's been doing. I think I think that session right there can go a long way um, into winning us the game. Well, you're right, but we did that in both innings last test. Yeah, yeah, we did, but without without both of our openers going well. Like, Warner, Warner hasn't scored over 20. Yeah, yeah, we did it in the second inning, so... I think, after speaking a lot about our tactics and our batting and bowling as well, ultimately... What's been a big factor? We we were confident Australia were going to do well going into this series off the back of Smith and Marnus. We thought they were both going to have huge series, and they still can. We're only halfway through, and they haven't. I mean, Smith obviously missed out in both innings in the last test, but before that, he got a start in the first test, not out in the second test. Marnus got a couple of starts, but we... We thought they were going to go over there and average 60, 70, 80. And that can be a massive difference in these scores where we're scraping to a two. Well, we got 260 in the first innings, but obviously nothing in the second innings in both test matches. We probably had a bit more... um, I don't know if our expectations are a bit too high for them or if they haven't just delivered on what we thought they could deliver on, but it's been a big difference in... Uh, outcome if we had Smith and Marnus both scoring a lot more runs. Yeah, I think also there's been they've been a fraction. I wouldn't say it's unlucky, but you know when you're losing, these things go um, the way of the winning team. And they've actually had a couple of uh, DRS where the ball's umpires call and they've been given out already. So like they have had these little things that potentially haven't gone their way. I, I still think Marnus has looked really good. I think when he's batted, he's probably looked almost our best batter um and like you said cam in the first test you know smith averaged 60 like yeah, he, yeah. he he did play well so well, i think a little bit of luck and you know if they can get if they can just get a score under their belt maybe in the first innings of this test um you know one score confidence goes up they learn a lot they push forward they might be able to like you said it's only it's still only we can still draw the series like It'd be a massive. It would be huge, right? But potentially, like, there's still so much cricket left to be played in India. It feels like you know the Indian series over because it's been like 12 days since the last last day um, of the second test, and we've already we we can't win the Border Gavaskar Trophy. But there's still so much left to play for. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree. I think would be 
bit, I wouldn't say we're crazy, but we're setting a very high bar to think that Australia can bounce back and win these next two tests, especially if we if we, <laughs> if we win this test, that last test, the pitch is going to be uh, a whole new <laughs> level. <laughs> Dynamite. But, um, yeah, all right, should we run through... The what we think the lineup will be yeah, for yeah. tomorrow. Well, we haven't been far off most lineups. Um, pretty the first much. test we got a couple. I mean, obviously. Travis Head that was a bit bizarre. Yeah. I think I think we got that right. They got that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was a bit of an odd one. But I think the one that we've got right, obviously, that I've been impressed with is like we both backed Todd massively. Yeah, Toddy. Like, you know, and and Hanscom too. I think yeah, we you both... backed Hanscom a lot more than me. But yeah. I thought Green was going to be fit. So. Yeah, that the correct. So. Um, let's run through what we think the test will, uh, the team will be for this test, um, and I think we'll be pretty close again. So we got. I mean, there's not many options now. Half the team's flown home. Yeah, yeah. We got ten locks in the team, and there's probably one spot open, and it could go one of three ways. But we'll get there. So we think head will open yeah. in replacing Warner. Well, that's like, pretty much been confirmed. Yeah, um, with obviously Kawaja and then Mana Smith. Hanscom will come up to five. Green will slot in at six. Carey, seven. Then your four bowlers, three of them will be Stark, Murphy, Lyon. And then the last bowl, well, the last option could be either a quick in Bolin or Morris, or it could be Kuderman. Or you also then have the option if Green is going to be bowling and capable of bowling, you know, 12 overs in each innings, you have also the option to play an extra batter. All right, well, this is what I would do. Oh, hang on. This is what I think they'll do. I think they'll play Kuderman again. I think we'll play three spinners and the exact team that you named. I would play an extra batter. I'd bring Renshaw back in. Oh, I can't be Renshaw. Well, there's no other batters on tour. I like the idea of an extra batter, There's no, Renshaw. There's no batters on tour. I'm bringing Renshaw back in. He can bat seven or eight, whoever you want to bat in front. You can bat. Well, you wouldn't bat him in front of Kerry, yeah, would so you? Yeah, he, so he can bat eight. Kerry can bat. Well, you Seven. could bat green eight if you really uh, wanted yeah, to. Yeah, it, it does. No, no, no. Green needs to get up there. <laughs> Green's a gun. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kerry or um, or Renshaw can go seven and eight. Um, Stark and and um, Lion and Green Murphy. and Lion and Murphy can do the lifting. Um, I think that our second innings, obviously, like we haven't scored enough runs. I think another batter probably gives us a bit more confidence uh, in the batting lineup to maybe be a little bit more positive. I don't know. I, I just think we need. Like a bowling, I don't think has been much of an issue. I think we've bowled well. Lions bowled unbelievably, as is Murphy. Stark will come in. He'll he'll do his his business. And I think I actually think Green will be really effective with the ball. I think he'll be tough to sort of judge, especially if the pitch well, we stays saw a little bit low. Siraj bowl really well against our top order. He's, yeah, Green's very similar for a guy. Yeah, so that's right. I also think like if he does sort of come back in with a ball in the last innings with a bit of up and down movement, he would be hard to play. Ball shooting low from his height would be almost impossible to hit. Yeah, so, yeah. He is going to bowl well. Um, that's what I would do. I, I'd bring Renshaw back in, um, have like genuinely eight batters, and then um, go the bowls from there. I like the idea of an extra batter. Probably just two things that stop me from jumping over the idea. The first thing is that both of our quicks aren't 100% with their bowling. Stark's admitted he's not going to be 100% and Green, well, he hasn't bowled for a while in a game now. He hasn't bowled since Boxing Day Test. Uh, did he play Boxing Day Test? Or did he miss that one as well? He played Boxing yeah. Day Test. So if them two both were to go down during this game, 
And yeah, then you've only got Lyon and Murphy plus your part-timers. Minus the Balsam Seamuffs. Yeah, so um, that kind of worries me. And the other thing is, like we were talking about just before we started recording, as much as our batting is the biggest issue, and that's obvious, we also have had India in both of their first innings under the pump for a little while. And then... Obviously, Jadeja, Ashwin and Patel have added an extra 100, 150, even 200 runs onto the board. So playing an extra batter, um, could we have another bowler there to change like in that first innings instead of them getting up to a 260? Could we had the opportunity to bowl them out for 150? I say that, but we had the extra bowler in that test match. But what comes to my mind is in this test, what can we do, as funny as this sounds, what can we do to knock over their 7, 8, and 9? Stark. <laughs> yeah, Stark's there. He can knock them over. And, and Green, like you said. Um, but that, that's that been a massive factor in this game. Is there... Well, Jadeja's actually batted 6 since the keeper's batting 7. So 6, 8, and 9 have scored a bulk of their runs as along with, obviously, Rohit Sharma at the top. But what can we do to knock them over? If we knock them three over, we're yeah, it can turn like I said, a two sixty and a one fifty, you take a hundred run lead in the second innings, all of a sudden we get bowled out for a hundred again, but we're still at a two hundred run target for them in the fourth inning, so I see what you're saying, Ken, but like if we were playing here in Australia, or if we were playing anywhere else, like if we if we score three hundred in our first innings, we're not worried about them scoring two fifty, two sixty. Like we're trying to think, how can we knock these guys over to keep them to a score around what we're scoring with the bat, which has been like one hundred eighty in the first test, two hundred sixty in the second in the first innings. We're not worried about a two hundred sixty, two hundred seventy score if we're hitting three fifty in the first innings. Like if we walked out there to bat, uh, if we walked out there to bowl and they said, look, we'll roll them for 250, I'd say, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I'd, I'd back our batters. If there's eight of them or if there's seven of them to go and score more than 250 runs, especially when we're batting first. So we're only thinking, how can we knock these guys over because we don't have enough runs on the board? In saying that, bring yeah, the stuff back Yeah, at the same in. time, though, like we have a like seven for 140. Like most games and you've got a team seven for 140 they go on to score 260 that's a massive win for the batting team. yeah definitely they're allowed to bat well though and they've you and know they, like i said they're they're six seven and nine are all terrific batters they're very lucky you know not lucky they obviously work very hard but in terms of balance of the team you know their three best bowlers have been their three best batters you know they've essentially won this series with three or four you know, standout performers so at the end of the day, you could probably go one of the three ways. You could either play an extra ban. I don't think they will. No, I don't think they will either. They, I, I'm I'd love to see it. That's what I would do. 99% they confident will. they won't. Or you can either play the spin or the quick. If you play the spin, it's going to be Kuderman. And in saying that, Swepson did get flown back over there. Yeah, okay. But I don't think they'll pick him. And then the quick would either be Boland, who did a standard, a steady job in that first test, or you unleash Morris, who I'm still not convinced on Morris. Like, no, no. Watched him in the Big Bash. I, they said I he thought he was going to... He was bowling 138. And that was at Perth with a white ball and a T20 when you got four overs to bowl. Yeah, that's right. This is in India <laughs> where the ball doesn't bounce and you've got to bowl 15 sets oh, in a 40 degree. They, they won't play him. I mean, he's not, he's not at all conditioned to... 
a game like that, I mean, yeah, he's been able to watch there and soak in, but it's nothing like being out in the middle. He he won't be ready. He that he won't get a game. So yeah, at the end of the day, I think they will either pick. I think they'll pick Kuderman, and if they don't pick Kuderman, they'll go with Boland. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Let's do some predictions to round off the um, third test preview. Let's go with highest run scorer, highest wicket taker, and how the game will play out in terms of winner and loser. I'm going to start with, I think Australia's going to win this test. Wow. I think this is our best team we've picked. No Warner. No, like I said earlier, Cummins, as much as I love him, I really like Stark back in this team. Been saying it for a while now. I think Stark, three things that I love about Stark. One is the rough that he's going to create for our both of our line of Murphy. That's been something very well spoken about. Love it. Two, like I said, their three most influential players have been there, six, seven, and nine, and I think Stark's the best chance to knock them over. He's something Agree. that they don't face often. Agree. In um, in India, and that's what he that's what he does. Like yeah. he comes in and knocks over tails. Like yeah. that's that's literally his role. There's not going to be anyone who can do that better than what he does. Yeah, and then the third reason, kind of off the back of that, is he can just bowl full fast and at the stumps and knock the tail over. And Let's not forget, old mate has a proper slog sweep. Uh, he's got Stark. Yeah, he can bat. Yeah, yeah. bloody oath he can. Like he's going to be very valuable to have. Sweep. In those... It's funny you say sweep. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got be... a sweep. He's going to be. None of know, the others do. <laughs> <laughs> if he's you know batting even at eighty percent of his best, there's going to be some valuable lower order runs from him. He can bat, but he also he'll slog. It's different in those. Conditions. He will slog. Like he will go hard. Like, but if he gets four sixes away, like. That, that's, that's changing the game. Months. <laughs> Mate, game changer. So you've predicted us to win. I'm going to I'm gonna have to jump on India. Oh, no. So the third thing that I, I couldn't really think of what my third thing is, I think Stark can reverse the ball in India better Definitely. than anyone else in world cricket. Well, I think Green will reverse the ball too. Yeah, I think Stark's a much better chance than Green though. Like, Great. Starks can reverse balls in Australia. Like he, He's a proper reverse swing bowler, so... For those three reasons, one, being a bloke that can knock over those three batters, two, being able to reverse swing, and three, given the rough for Lionel Murphy, I think he's a massive inclusion and something that's not been spoken about enough. And So I'm confident we'll win this third test. Nice. Manus and Smith both have to, like we said earlier, um, contribute a lot more with the bat than what they have. Head at the top, Kawaj is doing good things for us. Um, I think Carey will be a little bit more settled now after that first test where he come out flying and playing his reverses and sweeps and then second test didn't quite work out for him with the same strategy. I think this test he will just have a little bit more uh, selection in his shots and a little bit more relaxed when he gets to the crease. And uh, Like I said, he's a big factor in us being able to, like their tail is wagged, I think Carey can bat with our tail, if we've got Stark there, now obviously Paddy's not there who can bat, but what get our tail to wag and add an extra 50 or 60 runs, I think Carey's going to be in a much better position to do that this test as well. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna pick India to win. Um, I, oh, that's crazy. You've been all Australia and I've been all India now with swapped. Yeah, I really, I really think Australia can win too. I really do think they can win. I still think, you know, they're a high-quality team who if they can put it together... Um, can get the job done. Oh, I just, I think now there's a, a few battle scars. Second innings, people are, you know, they're probably without the most trust that they've had. 
I think the only hope for us to win is to realise, okay, we're 2-0 down, people are flying home, we've got nothing to lose, let's go and have a bit of fun out there and, and potentially it can just free us up and hopefully allow us to be a little bit more, I guess, um, concisive in our decisions. Um, what I am going to pick for most runs in the Australian team is Travis Head. I think he's going to score 100. <laughs> I'm going to say that for a couple That's of massive. reasons. I'm going to say that for a you couple of reasons. You predicted someone for 100 in every test match. I'm going to say that Australia. for a, I'm going to say that for a couple of reasons. I'm going to say the way Travis Head got out in the second innings didn't give him any mental scars and then he was How did he get out again? He he just tried to play a defensive shoulder or like a push on the front foot. And it spun and, and caught the outside edge and got caught at first slip. Oh, that's right. Or, or, or keeper, actually, sorry. Um, and I don't think he's got any mental scars from that dismissal. I think he goes, yep, good ball. Um, I've done everything I can. A- and he actually looked like he played the most like the Indian batters in that second um, innings for us. He was coming down the wicket. He was being extremely positive um, towards the side screen early in his innings. Um, and I just think he then would have sat up in the in the dressing room and watched all of his other teammates get out. I think he would have learned a lot and then he would have gained some more confidence and trust in the way he was batting. I think if we win the toss and bat first, I reckon Travis Head's going to score 100 and I reckon the keyboard warriors will come back out and get into the Australian selectors as everyone always does rather than just get around Trav. How's Trav? This is one thing to think about. If we are batting first, we saw in both tests the new ball like Shami and Siraj have like they bowled so well. Yeah. Probably something that hasn't been spoken about enough and they've taken early wickets. Definitely. Or like the last test in the first innings, they didn't necessarily take early wickets, but I mean they took Warner out of the series. Mm. <laughs> like hidden him and they also unsettled Kawaja with that short stuff. So heads like as much as we're saying it's gonna be easier for him to bat against the new ball. He's gonna be in for a battle. Oh yeah, for sure. He's up for it though. I think um, you know, like India like India do, they'll bring their spin on early. He'll only have to cop a couple overs of barrage. Um, he's very positive. I think if they miss at all, he'll be able to punish. Um, yeah, look, he's not gonna be without his challenges. He's not gonna go out there and score a hundred <laughs> no dramas at all. I think it's gonna be very difficult for him. But I think out of all the all the Aussie batters in that second innings, he was the one that looked most like the Indian batters in terms of plan and tactics. And I think um, it would have just even given him more confidence seeing how um, he operated in the second inning compared to his teammates. And he would have gone, yep, yeah, I'm definitely sticking to my plan. I trust that. Um, I can now see from the results of everyone else and myself, I think that I've definitely picked the right thing to do. I think he'll be high on confidence. He'll be facing the new ball. Um, you know, it'll be again the best time to bat if we can win the toss and bat again. And um, look, it's going to be difficult for him, but I'm backing him in to score a big score. I like it. I'm I'm backing him in too. I wouldn't say with as much confidence he's going to go out there and hit a hundred because we've seen how hard it is. There's only been one hundred in the series so far, and that was Rohit Sharma in the first test. Um, but yeah, he's going to make a difference on this game. I'd much rather Travis Head walking out there than Davy Warner. But I reckon Steve Smith's going to step up. I've said it every test match. Nice. But I think, like, again, it's the boring thing to say because... Oh, yeah, Smith runs, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's... He... If there's a bloke... Like, there'd be some hungry people around the world right now, but 
I don't think anyone would be hungrier than what Steve Smith is to go out there and score runs in this test match coming up. Mm. He's yeah. had he's had a bit of time to think about it too. <laughs> he's had plenty. He would be shadow batting galore back in. Oh, he would have had 10,000 shadow bats. Yeah, like he would. Oh, you can just see how hungry he'd be. Gee, he'd be stinging to get out there and score some runs. Yeah, I like it, Jugs. The more we talk about it, the more I think, oh, Australia could win this test. Yeah, if this this is the one we're going to win. Yeah, I, I do. I do like the way you think. I just... I keep backing us in, I think, with my heart. And today, I've probably gone with my head. My heart still wants Australia to win so bad. But, uh, yeah, today, I, I still think India can get the job done. Most wickets, um, I mean, hard to go past today's or Ashwin, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I'm backing our spinners in this test. Wow. I was so impressed with Lyon in that last test. Yeah, yeah. That that was the line. Like, I picked Lyon for most wickets last test. Yeah, yeah. We did never... he get it? Or did, did Ashwin beat him? Uh, or Jadeja beat him. Don't know. But I don't think so because... Oh, no, they would have. Anyway, Lion bolts so well. Incredible. That... So around sexy the when wicket. he comes around the wicket. <laughs> oh, so sexy. Around the wicket, pitching the ball in line with the stumps and spin it back in. Or... Because, like, obviously, in that first test, Lion wasn't as effective because in Australia, he bowls that... Channel. <laughs> that channel that's in the salmon <laughs> quite a long way outside off stump and turn and bounce it back into the stumps and in India obviously we just saw that wasn't effective now coming around the wicket it's a similar like trajectory of how he's bowling but now he's just bringing the stumps into play every ball he's bowling unreal but I think Murphy will take the most wickets in this test again I'm you going back on Murphy's the young Murphy's going to take the most yeah, wickets yeah he's a gun mate he's so good some of those balls he was bowling I didn't, like I said, I, I barely got to watch any cricket this series, which is doing my head in. But when I watched like the KO minis, some of the balls he's bowling is just like, that's taking wickets. <laughs> it's taking wickets. That's yeah, what no, it's look, doing. Mate, Murphy's going to play for Australia for so long. Um, he's going to be so handy. How's he going to go in Australia? Oh, I think he'll be fine. I mean, he bowled really well against the West Indies in there. Um in their trial match before us and he, he bowled really well in the big bash and yeah look he, he he definitely may be a little bit more suited to the conditions in india but mate he's 22 like he'll yeah, figure yeah. out how to bowl in australia no doubt like he his economy has been the best out of every bowler i think in both teams in both nah, test not matches. not better than the indians i'm not too sure about yeah, that yeah um regardless i think um i think murphy's going to be um again really effective this test like you said um but yeah, look, I I think Jadeja is um is going to be the leading wicket taker again. All right, just before we wrap up, we're currently recording and a bit of baz balls going on, and England are under the pump here. I don't know if you have seen this, but England are now five for ninety. They need one hundred and seventy runs to win in the win in the th- uh, fourth innings of this Test match, and. The best batter in the world to ever play the game, Harry Brook, has just been running out for a diamond duck. I wonder who'd run him out. Bracewell. <laughs> but oh, you mean no. who's... He would have been batting with Joe Root. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it was, if it was a barbecue. The, I wonder if it was a straight drive finger onto the... Does Brace... Bracewell... My mate Ollie Pope out for 14. So... Sort of did a basketball under the pump. Can... In, uh, not India. 169 to win. Let's flick this on once Can we wrap New Zealand up the test. bounce back and get a win. And... We've just spoken about Australia v India for a long time. How good is Australia v England in the Ashes going to be in a couple of months' time? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, team, let's wrap this up. Good luck to the Aussies. 
I'm feeling like we're going to get a W. We need to get a W in this test match, otherwise it's going to be 4-0, and that's just not going to happen. So Australia win this test match. Smith stands up. Murphy does his things, and Stark makes the big difference back into this side. Catch you next time, crew, on the My Peak Podcast.